Coming up on TMS. Fresh bag of Mitzubas in Vegas. Ex-chicken. Eat here, you mutie. The Germans don't sell Cheetos. The craigiest Craig to ever have craigd. Authors should just shut up and type. Two weeks. Stage three. Dazzler was having a moment. Human equivalent of pop-up video. The mega cut. Sorry. The meta cut is the deepest with Tom. It's your farts, Marty. Not enough moisture this year. Take our sweet, sweet water. Brian Dunaway. Feud monkey. Jurassic Parks and Recreation. Marinated <laughs> recommendals with Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. America Online introduces new version 4.0. You go to the internet just like that. Email picture. Fast. We've spent over $1 billion to create a state-of-the-art high-speed network, and with 56K, connections are faster than ever. AOL's number one. So easy to use, no wonder it's number one. That's why you'll never find so much as a blob of paint. As Shakespeare said, shit happens. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. The morning stream is here for what is the date? Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. I'm Scott. That's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. Hello. 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 It's good to see you here on yes. the show. Good to see you too. <laughs> Yeah, Listen, thanks, man. In two weeks, man. Two weeks. <laughs> two we're mis- going to be in Vegas. Yeah. We'll probably, let's see, it'll be Wednesday morning. I'll, I'll have a stage two hangover. No, yeah. stage three. Okay. Stage three. It'll be, I'll have been in Vegas for a couple days. Okay. All right. And uh, we'll be getting ready for our big uh, big show at yeah. the Artifice Bar. Yeah. I will be 100% sober and not hungover. And uh, <laughs> Yes, that's correct. We'll, uh, we'll, between the two of us, we'll somehow have a show and it'll be great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen, I'll have. I'll have 12 hours to 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 uh, <laughs> fix my head is basically what it'll be. There you go. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be sooner than we think, everybody, and we'll be there. For those that can't come, we'll have lots of little live streamy things. and Exactly. Yeah, I know uh, Monkey that. Bananas is uh, planning on live streaming a li- as much as he can. So Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we also have somebody coming uh, who will be there to take a bunch of photos while we're there. Some nice... Uh, Pro level Gee, I wonder, photos. Who, wonder who that could be. Not a different guy. Totally different. Oh, guy. really? Yeah, okay, yeah. he's not on TV. Nope. But he could do it too. I'd love to have both. It, <laughs> let's have a stack of both and let's combine them. And now you got okay. a massive right. picture pile that nobody can ever get sick of. Stack of photogs is what, right. we're, what we're shooting for. Okay, yeah. a All murder right. of photographers. That's what they call it. That's, right? That is the that is the appropriate collective of photographers. Yes. Now here's the worst part of the week. Uh, I hope this all clears up before travel day because I don't want to drive in it. But it has been snowing. For the last 48 hours here. Uh, A little bit of a break after the big snow yesterday. And then yesterday, late afternoon, just started pouring snow again. And it's just tons of it. And I don't get it. Like, what's going on here? It's April. I mean, I know we have weird Aprils, but usually yeah. not this weird. This is too much. And it's 22 eh. degrees right now. It's freaking cold. Listen, as uh, as Prince once said, sometimes it snows in April. I guess he did say that, didn't he? He did say that. He even sung it. Um, yeah, for whatever for whatever it's worth, we, we have snow right now going on the mountains. But where I'm at right now, sunny, clear, but... Uh, 21 degrees, so not warm. Oh, but, yeah, that's uh, chilly then. You're a degree. Just warm. I mean, uh, cold and dry, sadly, not cold and wet. That's hilarious because you're now, you're a degree colder than me, yet you have none of this snow. That's fantastic. Yeah, we need, and we need it, man. We need the, uh, 
I hope we get a lot of rain this spring because we need the moisture. Yeah, the moisture. I love how the, you've, our whole lives, adults around us in the Rocky Mountains always say, ah, oh, there's just not <laughs> enough moisture this year. It's totally true, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You know, how many, how many uh, years do you and I get like, oh, no watering allowed this year, or, or you can water only on odd-numbered days that contain the letter H or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think last year we had some restrictions the year before that not so bad but night 2019 was bad i guess we didn't have mm-hmm. we had kind of a rough <clears throat> a rough go of the runoff and everything but you know whatever i guess i shouldn't complain this is extra runoff we'll, we'll need this moisture and uh <laughs> we're getting it such a fun word it say. really moisture. is isn't it moisture. what a jerk what a blast uh, a little moisture so arizona if you need some more water you let us know we got you we got you covered up here there well, you go. Pay us t- top dollar for our. For our <laughs> you gotta have our sweet, sweet water. That's right. Uh, so, I got a follow up uh, email from somebody named Chris. All right. Okay. All right. And here's what Chris says. Chris says this is in response to the Charlize Theron discussion we had yesterday, <laughs> and uh, the, the the email from Craig. Uh, so, Craig, yeah. this is a follow up on yours. He says, hi, Scott. In response to yesterday's email about pronouncing Charlize Theron from Craig, I have a request. Can you and the rest of America please pronounce Craig properly? It is Craig, not Craig. <laughs> Thank you, the rest of the world. So Chris says you say it Craig. I Craig, can't yeah. I can't do that. Like, really? It's, Craig. It's not, I mean, I can, but it's going to take a while. That's a habit that is real be- deep, man. Oh, man. I, gotta, I wish I could remember how I, like... If you would have said, hey, say this guy's name before I read this email, I think I would have, I think I would have said Craig because we had that guy. Do you remember years and years ago at Nerdtacular, he was a sub in on uh, um, Frog Pants All-Stars. So he was up there playing with Nicole and and uh, uh, Brian Dunaway and, every, you know, Randy and everybody up there playing trivia. And it was a guy named Craig. And uh and he became the star of that event because he kept buzzing in and getting answers right and like won the won the game for his team. No, he was awesome. That guy was great. All hail to Craig. But I don't but I, I've always said Craig, and the reason I say Craig is I have a cousin named Craig, and he goes by Craig and says and he Craig goes himself. By Craig. Yeah. Huh. He lives in he actually lives in near Arvada right now. Like he moved to Colorado. Oh, bigger. really? Well, you should come visit him because <laughs> visit he sure him. is F hasn't haven't visited me. No, nope. I got an aunt. I, I got aunts. I got I got un- uh, cousins over there. I really have no yeah. reason not to. Yeah, visit. Get a, you have no reason not to come out here and yeah. visit for yeah. Pete's sake. So, come over, the, little, come over the mountains. A couple of them are a little unhinged. If you know what I'm saying. Just yeah, little, I know. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, uh, would it help if those of you who prefer the pronunciation Craig spelled it K R E G like a Star Trek race? And then the rest of you who pronounce it Craig, C R I A I G, like Craig. You know, what's the Craig? Uh, oh, no, yeah, I guess yeah. I guess in in uh, Ireland you say what's the crack, right? But oh, you spell it C R A I. Yeah. K. C C R A C. Yeah, there you go. No, if you do, uh, I do like Craig as a. That's a great Star Trek race, uh, Captain. Yeah. The oh, Craig or Hailing. Craig's. Yes, they're hailing us. We're right being now. held by the Craig Captain. <laughs> On screen. Yeah, on screen. Uh, did you... Oh, there's a controversy about that. Um, oh, really? That he should... He, that, like, on screen is, uh, you know, a derogatory... <laughs> no, not that, not that. Uh, so he... So there's a new trailer for the a third woke season. mafia strikes again. Yeah, once again. I hate that term so bad. I do, too. I, I do hate too. it so much. 
Just hearing it makes my guts boil. <laughs> anyway, uh, Captain uh, or uh, the Picard show, right? They got a season three teaser, yeah, yeah. and in the teaser they have uh, him writing a letter to his old friends or something, and at the end it tells you that Gates McFadden, Michael mm-hmm. Dorn. Uh, Marina Sirtis, uh, Marina Sirtis, uh, like everybody, LeVar yeah. Burton, all of them yeah. are coming back except Wesley. There's oh, no really? Wesley. No, no, uh, no, Will Wheaton. No, Will Wheaton. So, uh, he was not invited to the reunion. Yeah, was it, he? it makes me wonder if, uh, I don't know. I, not that there's bad blood there. Obviously, Wesley was a controversial character because people were either annoyed with him or. Now they all love Will Wheaton, so they want him back or whatever. But was he really that yeah. good of a character? Like, really, do we need him in Star Trek? I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't. Um, for a while, he was regular bridge crew, but not for as long as these other people. Not no, for as long as you know Troy and Data and Riker and Worf yeah, and all was, those people. He was there when he was young. Then he went off to the academy. Then came back for a little right. bit as he was older, yeah. and then kind of disappeared in the last few seasons. And then they yeah. were supposed to. There's a cut scene of him in, uh, well, it's the one with Tom Hardy, uh, Nemesis, where he's at the he's at the VR wedding for uh, for Troy and Riker. Oh right, yeah. He's sitting with his mm-hmm. mom, and you see him briefly. And there was some scene of him talking and like having dialogue, where they cut it all. Mm-hmm. But you do see him briefly. But that's been it. Like since then on, which was what ninety nine, two thousand, something like that, two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. Nothing from Wesley. Just. <laughs> Done. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like he would have absolutely done it had they asked. I oh, mean, he does the absolutely. Picard after show and yeah. the Discovery after show. Yeah, like the guy um, that's doing your after show is not in your teaser for season three. Who's <laughs> the, the guy that was, you know, a arguably a regular on the show for quite some time who yeah. does your after show did not get the invite to the party. Yeah, maybe it's Worf's fault. Thanks, Worf. There you go. Uh, Wesley, you yep. piece of shit, get out of my <laughs> Wesley, sequel. get off the bridge, you little piece of shit. Oh, it's been years <laughs> since we did that. 2013 was when that was. Nicely done. Anyway, so maybe that was it. Shut up, Wesley. Oh, yeah, that happened. So maybe that was it. He truly <laughs> just shut up and never came back. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, Chris, I'll do my best to say Craig. Okay. Craig. I guess I don't disagree that it's probably always been Craig. It's just I grew up with a kid named Craig and they all called him that. His parents, my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Him himself, he'll say, Yeah, I'm I'm Craig. I can't even think of their last name now. Do you put do you put items on Craigslist or Craigslist? I always say Craigslist. Craig. Yeah. yeah. Craig. Yeah. Craig. Craig. But clearly Craig. I I think Chris is incorrect that it's all Americans because you didn't do it. You say it, Craig. I say Craig. Yeah. Yeah. You're American. You're a card carrier. I'm I'm a card carrying American. It's uh you know, it's the mountains, Scott. Uh west of the uh, Rockies, uh you say Craig. Yeah. East of the Rockies you say Craig. That's right. <laughs> Just going to have to learn to deal with it, everybody. That's how it is. All right. Let's do Babel Royale. Let's yeah. get Brian in here. We got the feud to do. Yeah. Feud is fun. Feud involves you people at home. So if you want to uh, participate, 801-471-0462. Uh, we're getting to a little bit of an STP, same 20 people. But uh, if we can get... <laughs> we can I get, know. Come on. If you've, you know, if uh, maybe... maybe Wait 30 seconds before you call if you've called in in the last month or two months. Yeah, not Let's that we, get some new voices in here. Yeah, not that we don't do. love hearing you, because we do, but you know. We do. We for sure do. But uh, mix it up a little bit. Hey, look at this. It's uh, Babel Royale's uh, feud monkey himself, Brian Dunaway. Hello, welcome. 
Oh, Feud Monkey. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi, Feud Hello. Monkey. Hey, d- is this is this great or what right here, Brian? I'm going to play this thing Dunaway and I found yesterday. X-Chicken. X-Chicken. Isn't that great? Oh, yeah. Freaking X-Chicken. X-Chicken. So good. Welcome to die. Yeah, welcome to die. Or I am the Lord of Magnet or whatever he said. <laughs> is that what he says That's too? It. Really? That's yeah. It. I thought yeah, I sent you that one. Did I not send you that one? I thought I did. Brian. Yeah, but did you watch? Did you watch the uh, the eighties uh, uh, pilot episode of the X Men before they did it proper in the nineties? And they no. had like a they had like a Wolverine. He was had an Australian accent. It was like oh, X Men. Yeah, the yeah, X Men Pride of X Men. Yeah, this was um, right. And he goes, "Want a piece of fruit?" Like he, yeah. he basically has a uh, an apple stuck on one of his claws, and he's offering it to. Uh, Dingo. Mm-hmm. You want a but, piece of fruit? Fruit. But they, uh, yeah, that's the, that's what the that X Men uh, arcade game was based on that we talked about last really? night. Okay. Yeah. Play retro. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The whole God, story, I, the story of that game was was, I mean, not not well based on it, but it was roughly based on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. The translation. Uh, the, the, really was the that story a pilot goes. or was that? I thought that was from like um, it was Spider Man cartoon. Like basically, Spider Man meets the X Men. He shows up at the front door they, of the. Mm. Brother, or that brother, the uh, the Brotherhood um, of Evil. Yeah, the school for gifted uh, youngsters. Right, no, but Kitty, Kitty shows up there. Now, I'm not saying they didn't re-air it in certain places, but it was specifically made as a pilot for a a, a show that never took off. Yeah, oh. yeah, but the yeah. game sure did. Game did just fine. Oh, here's the line. Yeah. Um, I did send this to you yesterday. This is what it is. Master of Magnet. It's not Master of Magnets. <laughs> Master of Magnet. Magnet, just yeah. one, it, just one plus magnet. It, yeah. Plus, it seems kind of boring. To master of magnet. Well, that's kind of that's kind of a boring. Whereas, master of like metal or something. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, I can manipulate metal. Yeah, he's an idiot. I will play one more just for fun. You are helpless against my power, X Men. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. The uh, the the scratching like the uh, eight bit scratchiness of the voice or 16 bit or whatever that is man is so rough it would have been yeah, somewhere in the middle probably yeah. 80 it was, it was 92 at the arcade yeah, so yeah probably 16 yeah. but also it could have been 20, could have been 24 bit could have been just bad voice modulation for the time which is kind of separate from all of that but I love that stuff I just want yeah. I want every old crappy voiced over video game ever made and have a giant collection which so now, why, yeah. what made them decide to put Dazzler in uh, the uh, game? I mean, you know, Dazzler's, Dazzler was having a moment at that time uh, in in the cartoon. You know, we had re- recently uh, uh, gave her a new outfit and a new attitude and everything. So yeah, she got her short hair and yeah, yeah she less less uh, still wearing the roller skates, I think, but less uh, dressed like a giant disco ball. I yeah. think. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I don't like uh, Dazzler. I don't like uh, Jubilee, and I don't Aww. like uh, uh, who's the other one? Jubilee. There's Jubilee like characters, and there's like three of them, and I don't like any of them. You're, you're not alone in that. Is is that young attitudeish kind of character Jubilee that is the Scrappy Doo of the X Men? Yeah, yes, she is the Scrappy Doo. And here's the thing: she doesn't do anything. She makes pretty lights. Neat. She, she makes fireworks out of her fingers. Big yes. deal. Whatever. You're probably a big Gambit fan. Whatever. <laughs> her superhero name should be the Distractor. Yeah, there you go. I actually do like Gambit. <laughs> Distract uh, Magneto. Uh, like make some sparkles so he looks away from us. Even though kinetic uh, I cards throw, are... I throw cards. Yeah, kinetic cards are stupid, but I still like him. I think he's all right. There's something about him. Uh, all right. I hey, we should take one of these calls. Gambit movie. 
Yeah. Do you think we'll? Uh, I don't know. You think they ever pick that, that is, off that the floor? That is and... D- Disney Plus at the be- at best. You think so? Gambit. Not yeah. full. Oh, you think so? Like once we get, uh, I don't know. I'd see. I could see uh, if and when the X Men get integrated. We must tell him the truth. Yeah. Um, then. Uh, <laughs> Um, then I could see I would would only in the second MCU X-Men movie I would only accept a a, no he'd have to be over at Sony I can't I can't see Gambit it won't happen at Sony they don't have him anymore they don't have him anymore that's what I'm saying it wouldn't that's what I'm saying that would be the only way I would accept (laughs) it oh I see the only way you would get it oh I see yeah 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 yeah. so when it was Fox it made sense that they would be digging digging that dirt but they're not going to do it at Disney okay interesting All right. Well, now right. now is the time. This is the place to play Ted Pooley Feud, and we have a listener who's going to participate with us. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Nick from Texas. A doll forty six in the chat. Well, hello, Nick oh. from Texas. Hey, Nick. Nick. Yeah, I, I have my own Nick, so uh, I feel like it's we got a father son bond going on here. I like it. I like it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Uh, and, so and he's just began. This began a new. <laughs> The restraining order. Yeah, let's make it happen. Oh uh, hey, Brian, do you want to explain to Nick how this works, what he could win? Absolutely. It's time to play the Tadpooly feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Nick, your, uh, your, your, your job is more important working with either your fake father or Brian Dunaway. And if your team wins, you get a prize package. That includes... This War of Mine and The Ball on Ooh, Steam. I, ball. I've heard of This War of Mine. I've never heard of The Ball. I've never heard of The Ball. Uh, but Wasn't I have, that originally yeah. like uh, an Unreal Engine prototype game and then it went on or something? Let me I look. Correctly. I can tell you real quick. Uh, the Ball Game. Uh, let's see. Oh, The Ball Game. Yeah, that's not going to return any results. Yeah. <laughs> well, The Ball will turn, return far more. Okay, Steam has it. Uh, mostly positive reviews came out in 2010. Swashbuckling archaeologist unlocks the mystery of an ancient ruin that has been hidden close. for centuries and discovered a mysterious artifact, a gold and metal shelled ball. Mm. Ball. See, actually, this looks alright. My connection was dropped, so they dropped the ball. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I get it. <laughs> No, these are. This looks good. This looks like it maybe even holds up. It looks, you know, it's ten years old, but looks nice. So cool. there you go, the ball. <laughs> the ball. The yeah. ball. All right. Uh, is my is my internet back to normal? Am I yeah, okay? you were a little crusty for a sec, but I think you're good now. Yeah. Weird. Uh, listen, so. I've already uploaded ANTP for today. It went up before the show. Get off my back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's we talking had, to the chat room. Yeah, he's not talking to us. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm talking to Claire specifically. Yeah. Uh, we asked 523 tadpoolers, put your hands on your buzzards, that gave us their answer to this. What is your favorite science fiction book series? Scott. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, oh, did you say series or just books? I you said series. series. Okay. Uh, uh, Dark Tower. Dark Tower. Dark Tower. Show me the Dark Tower. Number 10. So Steve, Harvey, Steve Harvey would totally I know. you yeah, every yeah, time. Exactly. You can't, what was the question against Steve clarify. Harvey? You buzzed in. You can't ask me to repeat. Like Brian has never done that. Brian Dunaway, never. you've totally done that before. <laughs> never do it. <laughs> All right. Dark Tower. Well, look, you got nine to beat me. You're probably going to be fine. Yeah. So what are you going to uh, pick? I'm going to go with Dune. Dune. Oh, gosh dang it. Show me Dune. Dune. Yeah. Number three. That beats it. Nice job. Doesn't beat and score, okay. though. You guys got some work to do. 
Yeah, exactly. You've got uh, you do have some work to do. So, yeah, uh, Brian, you and... that was the only one I really could think of. So we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so you and Nick are going to be a team here. Listen, all you need is uh, you get six or or higher, and you're already beating Scott. So yeah, plus no, I seven think or higher. Seven. Nick might be a total genius with the science fiction books. He might. So, yeah. He totally yeah, might. yeah. All right, Nick, you ready for this? Are you feeling all right? Uh, we'll show a, I got one. Show the, show the answers on the tadpole. Yeah. Or the board. Yeah, there's. Oh, I thought it was right. showing. I'm sorry. There we go. Sorry, chat. There it is. Thought it was up. It wasn't. Uh, okay, you guys go oh, for it. By the it. way, it said buzzards, but you've, too bad you didn't show that. The buzzards? Oh, they always see that. <laughs> yeah, you changed the buzzard to buzzards. Yeah. Oh, you did? Buzzards. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was officially yeah, pretty, changed. I liked it. Yeah. What are you huh. talking about, buzzards? It's The button says buzzards now. Every so. time oh, we really? start the show, hands on your buzzards, and the buzzer oh, said no, no, buzzards. no, I know I said that. Okay, I see. I don't see the button, so yeah. on my, on my view, I don't see buzzards. He didn't used to have it there. I think he changed it recently to be, yeah. you know. Oh, sure. so you didn't do it. No. I didn't do I it. No, gotcha. no, no, no. It was Alkabob who was the master of this thing. Who was, Good job, Alkabob. Who was sadly not going to be able to make it to Vegas, but there was a chance Aww. for a while. Yeah. Boo. 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 Yeah. I want yeah. to touch his yeah. buzzard. All right. <laughs> All right, YouTube. Get your damn que- uh, guessing going. Let's get our guessing going. What you got? You got any guesses? Um, I would lean towards Star Wars, personally. Oh, that's that's, a, that's a excellent. That's an excellent answer. Yeah, the, a lot, lot of it of lost. Books. A lot of it's yeah. lost out of out of canon now, but there's still a fantastic series of books. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Show me Star Wars. Oh. Number four. Yeah, a lot of people um, said Star Wars, but then they also would have specific like the the Thrawn trilogy or Secrets yeah. of the Empire, that sort of thing. So. Right. All right. Well um. Done. That's a good. That's a good direction to go into, though. Let's let's think. Um, there's a lot of fan fiction, but this is the tadpole. You have another one. You think Harry Potter would work? I I kind of was debating kind of that fantasy. I was trying to think what the tadpole may say. Yeah. You know, because it yeah. doesn't have to be right. right. Exactly. Yes. This has to be what the tadpole <laughs> would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think the fact that you said it. <laughs> Maybe would also indicate that somebody else said it. So uh, let's just see how many people thinks Harry Potter is in the sci-fi uh, genre. Do sure. it. All right. If it's... Show me Harry Potter. No. Oh, that's a shame. More uh, fantasy. Number 11? No. Yeah. Number, he was up to 14. A lot of people said Harry Potter, but... Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, the... <laughs> fantasy, science fiction, there's, there's some overlap uh, yeah. there. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, I'm sure. going to go. Scott, with, that uh, gives you an opening. It does. I have an opening here. I'm going to enter this opening now. Okay. Uh, here's my answer. Uh, the Expanse <laughs> books. Oh, of course, the, the Expanse. Expanse. That's sure. a great one. That's probably number one. Yeah. Around the time that I was asking this question, I think it was pretty darn popular. The final season had not come out yet. So show me the Expanse. Number two. Number two. Oh, nice. So that means I, so I would have thought that'd been number one. Doesn't give one. it a lot of points, but uh, no, it but does not. It does let you. It does let you continue <clears throat> playing. Yeah, it keeps my lead here. All right, I'm going to go with Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, that's such a good one. Gotta that's got to be number one. How did I miss that in I my head? I don't know if you're number one, but it'll be it there. Was number forty-two is what it is. <laughs> no, nope, nice. show ah, me the Hitchhiker's Guide the to the Galaxy series. Not yeah, numero uno. Right. Yeah, that's makes good. sense. Well deserved placement on this list. Uh, uh, this might be, oof. I'll say, the Foundation series. 
Oh, also a good one. Yeah. I don't know if the tadpole would be into Asimov, it. Asimov. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's a big, right. complicated mess, that book, those books, but, you know, people like, I mean, they love Dune. It's complicated also, so why not? Sure, sure. And I, I don't know, I don't know where everybody landed on the uh, series. The series if, was great for about six mm-hmm. episodes mm-hmm. and then it lost steam. And, and I think and it's because it, they were filming in the middle of, and the pandemic started and you could really oh, feel it. Yeah. Sure. Makes sense. All they, right. They may All come right. Back Show me. Foundation. Six. That's a lot of points right there. 19 to 7 is the score. Yeah. Like this. Um, 12. Pull back out of that. Christ. You got, you you know, basically you get 7 and 5, 8 and 5, 9 and 5, 7 and 8. I mean, basically, if you get any two, if if Scott drops the ball and you get any two, then you're, you're back in. Yeah. Um,. Well, I know I like them. The I like things like the Horus Heresy and some of that, but uh, I don't know if anyone else in the tadpole would. But let's ask if one. the 40k universe is in there. So Warhammer yeah, 40,000. Yeah, mm-hmm. show me, uh, mm-hmm. show me some of that Warhammer love. Boo! Oh, um, boo! Horus Heresy and assorted Warhammer 40k books number eleven on oh, the list, just outside the range, just there. edged out. Yeah, poop. Okay. I'm, All right, Ryan. I'm thinking. I have and one next. in my head. Do, do you have? Uh, do you have one? No, everything I'm thinking of is fantasy, really. So right. I know a couple of fantasies. I think maybe on right on the edge of it. I'm going to go with uh, the Wheel of Time. Oh, so Wheel of Time. Sure. Love that. Yeah. Also, just a recent uh, film or TV adaptation over there on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Great. Show me the Wheel of Time. In the Wheel of Time. Ooh. Number eight. Now, why? I just—I have a question for the tadpole. Why is that very, very high fantasy novel series on a thing of science fiction? What are you guys because, doing? Because it doesn't—it doesn't really exist. Because it deals with space, and when we think of sci-fi, we always think of space, right? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know if I'd buy but that. But that's one. okay because a couple of the ones I'm thinking of that are kind of between the area of fantasy and science fiction. Now, there's a series that I love, and if you don't have another one, I may go with this. And the reason why it's in my mind is because I am I recently decided to go back and start reading the books again. Do you have any more guests? Oh, interesting. Okay. No, I can't really think right. of anything. It's all fantasy-related. I, I love the Jurassic Park series of books. Oh, sure. And we recently, uh, since World 3 is coming out uh, next mm. month, I believe, we watched 1 and 2, and I was like, man, I really kind of enjoyed the books. I'm going to go back did, and read <laughs> JP 1 and 2. Yeah. Did uh so you went back and watched Jurassic Park 1 and 2 World. or Jurassic no, no, World no. 1 and 2? Okay. World 1 and 2 to get ready for 3. World is 1 out. is fun, World 2 is bad, 3 looks like it might be okay. Just, yeah. just like Park. Park 1 yeah. good, Park 2 ah. Eh. Yeah. Park yeah. 3. <laughs> Park 3 was okay. It was all right. Yeah. A lot of people. Well, Jurassic Parks and Recreation was a really good uh, follow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one with Chris Pratt. He just carried right over. <laughs> Look at that! No kidding. There's yeah. the connection there right there. Go. Jurassic Parks and Recreation. Nice. Wow. All right. Nicely done. Show me Jurassic Park. JP. Oh, such a long uh, wait. Number twenty nine on the list. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Ender's Game. Oh, that's a good one. Ender's Game. Or the Ender's, oh, there's okay. a whole series. Folly but, and Ender's yeah. 
Oh, cheese sandwich. That makes me I know think of everyone's things now. everyone's mad at okay. the Utah-based author now because he says stupid shit. But his books are yes. they were well regarded. I don't know. We'll see how yeah. this goes. I know authors should really just shut up and just type yeah. is what they should do. Yeah. Especially you, George R. R. Martin. Come on. Yeah, start typing. Uh, <laughs> all right, show me Ender's Game. Oh, that's think probably number I five, take. and I think that that's might it. be the final nail. Yeah. Does that no, clinch no, it? Actually, no. Okay. No, no. Okay. Still. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, nine and seven would win. Nine ties. So we'll see. see pe- where people this goes. who don't like the way this is scored, I would point to this as an example of this works because yeah. I, if I blow yeah. this, I I could lose. Like it's not like exactly. I run yeah. away with it for having these low ones. Nope. Um. All right. That person's probably stopped listening to the show. That's that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Long time. Uh, I can't take this every week. Bump so it. I can't remember if. Oh, geez, I can't remember if those books. Oh, uh, 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 old, uh, oh, the Scalzi books. Did we A- did we sufficiently I- derail your thought? <laughs> no. Oh, old man's old man's war. Uh, the old oh, man war old series. War. That was old I love that war. whole series. It was fantastic. I don't remember the name of the other two books, but it's probably got a different series name. Old man, hand me that machine gun so I can shoot the enemy. <laughs> Is that a, that's the from, no? It's take it directly from the book. Nothing no? like that, unfortunately. No. You oh, okay. you right. you die. Your old body dies, and they transfer your your soul and your body your your mind into a new fresh 25 year old hot body and you go fight oh, a war. Oh cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Show me a book based on that whole mess. That whole yeah, number seven oh, old man. popular. I yeah, thought I was screwed. I, I know. Think I, was I, know. Get I tried it. to make you think you were screwed. That sadly that means Brian and Nick are screwed. Yeah, but, yeah uh, you guys are a little oh. bit screwed here. That's okay. <laughs> One answer left. Uh Let's see if you guys can clear this thing out. It's still three strikes left between the two of you. Um Oh, I'm thinking here. Uh, 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 Tell you what, if either of you gets a number nine, I will give Nick the prizes anyway because Ooh, you, you'll have cleared the board. And I really like nice. seeing. A, I like seeing a clear board. I am is shocked like. we cleared this. Is right, I, when I we sure. started out, I'm like, I only have like one or two in my head. Yeah. Well, yeah. we got to clear one more. I can't remember if the iRobot stuff is separate from okay foundation okay. or not. Um, it's Asmoth, but I don't remember. I'm just going to say it. Yes. Let's, let's say iRobot. Show I me robot. the robot series. Damn it. Uh, it is separate, and it is. Uh, it was number 18 on the list. Okay. Oh, shoot. I swear nice. that was part of the same schmear. First book, iRobot. Second book, you robot. Third book, we all robot. <laughs> we, we robot together. We robot together. All right, so you guys, you guys try again since uh, we're gonna do this with a clear board, possible. Mm, yep. What about War of the World? That's a good old book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like we the could War do of that. the World. We could do that. Or, yeah, yeah. Was it a series though? Because that's the key here. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm trying to think. Oh, true. Yeah, because I can think of lots of standalones that people would probably put on here. But then again, the right. tadpole may have skirted that. I don't know. I don't know. Right. And then I'm also kind of thinking. Uh, I don't know. I, mm, what do you think? There's something obvious think? here we're just missing, like the Martian series. That wasn't there more than one. Is there a series? Didn't I he he just... did like a he did like a follow up book. Well, he's done. Oh, three. Really? He's done three books, but I don't think any of them. Yeah, are they weren't all in the same 
Yeah, I think they're all separate. sci-fi. They were just the, the Tim Watley or Tom right? Watley or whatever his name Tim right. Watson. I can never keep it straight which one was the dentist on Seinfeld <laughs> and which one was the Martian. Well, Watley right. was definitely the the Seinfeld guy. So so and, that guy is uh he just uh, I don't know if anyone knew this. He was the lead programmer on Warcraft 3. Uh, oh, the oh, author nice, of The Martian, yeah. and then um, really wanted to write, so he left video games, started writing, and then freaking killed it. Right. Yeah, and, it's awesome. And then I was also thinking about, because um, you said series, but the, I think there's only two books, and then I had this one by my, that I bed, Ready Player One and Ready Player Two. But is that, you know what, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the Ready Player okay. One or Ready Player series. The Ready Player series, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, mm-hmm. Scott Klein, is that right? Ernie Klein. Ernie Klein. Is there, oh, yeah. is there a second book? I didn't know that. Yeah, Ready yeah, Player yeah. Two. I, I didn't know there was one out. And I and guess what? There's a lot of video game and pop culture references sprinkled throughout. What? No, yeah. no. Yeah. You don't say. You don't say. Wow. I enjoyed that first <laughs> book, but I think I had my fill. I think I'm good because it was a little too much of that. It was like, yeah. I I like reason why it's next to my uh, reason why it's next to my bit is because i've tried to read it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like 20 times sure, i've like right. uh, i can't get all the way through it sure all right all it's right. just a bit much show me the ready player oh. now, uh a few people did say that one it made it up to number 16 yeah okay. i also thought about the hunger so games yeah. too because it's kind of sci-fi it kind of is dystopian mostly but it's it does have some science well, in Scott it. has one guest left maybe he'll say that right? I'm going to say Star Trek novels oh that's a good oh, there's there a you ton, go there's you a ton you of don't want to say uh, the one that Brian just mentioned no I want to do mine <laughs> alright okay I win either way if I Come get on. this but no you win but your your our listener doesn't <laughs> No, I know, I know, but so you know, we're just we gotta we gotta have some okay. rules around here. So all right, okay. so yeah, I'm saying Star Trek novels. <laughs> Show me Star Trek. I wonder if my whistling comes through because I think uh, it just no, I heard blocks it. that out. I can totally hear it. You were good. Okay. The uh, Hungry Games. Even though I've got three strikes. Yeah, there it is. That is number nine. Was the Hunger Games? Oh, what? <laughs> I tried to help you clear the board so that Nick could get the prizes, but oh, uh, that sucks. That's not a. That isn't a science fiction thing. It, it, oh, it sure. Is. Oh, it's because definitely not fantasy. It's yeah. t- no, it's it's tie. It's there's no. It's just it's what's the apocalyptic fiction? It's not. It's like oh, here's a new society because the world kind of ended in the way we think of it, and so now everyone fights to the death. There's no like. Science but, fiction uh, in the, there. The technology is advanced, so is it? And it, it yeah, even though it's regressed because of of uh, economy, uh, the technology has advanced. It's so, I mean, it's a science point. fiction drama. Yeah, is that how they the have it listed. Is, uh, yeah, boo is descriptive. Young young adult dystopian science fiction drama. Nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a weird sci-fi angle. I don't know. Like it, yeah. it, that would be like saying I don't know what. Mad Max is not. Yeah, those are a good read. I had no trouble re- reading through those. Oh, those yeah, are fine those books. Are yeah, they're good. They're a good right. time. Yeah, really definitely good not science fiction though. All right, so so that's a bummer. Uh, here's what we'll do instead. <laughs> can can the winner of the contest uh, uh, concede and send things to people anyway? <laughs> of course you can. Yes. All right. Uh, I'll, let's pretend that I would be winning those codes, but instead I'm going to send those to Nick because uh, I think wow. he would really like them. So we're doing that. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't bequeath them. I can't. I can't right, try right. and guide you to saying the right answer to give them to Ooh, the. That's to an the, interesting. The that's an interesting take. Oh, oh, we should allow the well, winner 
yeah, to but here's, decide here's the problem. whether they give the prize Here, or not. Here's ooh, the problem. Ooh, we have an evil. inconsistent record of this because there are times where Brian will say, be sure you want to say that? And then, but it'll be right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sure I have. I have done that. Too. Yeah, yes, you're an unreliable exactly. narrator. Yes. So I didn't know. I thought you were leading me a different direction. I, you're not wrong. I've absolutely done that in the past, <laughs> and I will continue to do it in the future. Yes. Uh, congratulations, Nick. You're getting a copy of this war of mine and the ball uh, from one of us. Might be Scott. Might be from me. But I'll be the one sending you the email. Send an email to coverville@gmail.com, and uh, I will get you the prizes. That's and, right. and thanks for being a new voice in our in our. Oh yeah, that's it. great. It's uh, not the same ten people, maybe the same two yeah. people uh, if you ever call again. Uh, anyway, congratulations! Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You got to get that code uh, by sending Brian an email, as he mentioned, uh, coverville@gmail.com. And when you play that game, let us know if you enjoyed your ball. Okay, will you let us know? Because <laughs> we don't know. If you successfully uh, handled the ball. Yeah, if you handle yeah. that ball well, then. Props to you. Thanks for playing. (laughs) That's going to do it for that. But uh, we got to tell people, Brian Dunaway, that you and I made a rad episode of, uh, and I use the word rad on purpose. Radical, uh, dude. A play retro yesterday. That's right. We played a whole bunch of uh, TMNT, uh, Turtles in Time as well, which was the follow-up. We also played a bunch of X-Men, which gave us amazing lines such as, uh, whoops, such as this. X-Chicken. 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 My favorite thing in the world. I'm going to play it forever. That's right. Uh, Nightcrawler tastes like X chicken. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I'd really hoped that the game would have had voices for all the characters, but they don't. They just have death sounds like that kind of stuff. Do all the villains, though, get them, right? Like, doesn't uh, Juggernaut? Most of the villains, yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. Lots of non playables as well. Professor X has a bunch of really stupid lines. Um, Mm -hmm. He has, for example, here, listen to this Go after the giant sentinel. That's that's X. Oh, yes. the, the big one. Don't mind the little tiny sentinel. No, go after the those giant are inconsequential. One. Yeah, here's yeah. A, here's his famous one. Destroy it. Yeah, just destroy it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Brian, that was a lot of fun. People should check it out. Playretro.com or sorry, playretro at G. What am I saying? Play retro on Play. wherever you get your podcasts. All right, yeah. <laughs> Frogpants.com/slash/playretro. And a quick note about programming: uh, we had been moved to Tuesdays for a while, but it turns out we have enough of a time window. We're moving back to Mondays, which gives us enough padding between it and other stuff I do for ANTP. So we're fine. Uh, we're cool. back to Mondays. So next Monday will be our next episode where we're doing, I don't even remember what we're doing. What we're we doing, doing uh, console mascots. It's a transition to the 64 era. In other words, Super Mario 64, Crash Bandicoot, not technically the mascot of Sony, but we oh, know. Kind of the unofficial, yeah. That's kind of how we felt about it. Yeah. And then, of course, Sonic as he uh, progresses into the 64-bit era as well. Yeah, and we'll the, talk about the, the ones... Sonic canceled game that never happened that was yeah. supposed to be the first 3D game. It was an awkward transition for a lot of these mainstay things. I told Brian on the show, it reminds me of silent movies moving to talkies and sound. Mm-hmm. There was uh, a, a kind of an awkward moment there yeah. where you can I mean, either yeah. make it or I break played it. I Super Mario uh, uh, 64 this morning for just a minute or two and I was amazed at how much they forced the camera stuff down your throat like well we gotta use this you know camera stuff because now it's 3D and I'm like okay back off yeah but they didn't know they didn't know any better out of my face they didn't know any better it was a stepping stone in the right direction but they you know they didn't know nobody knew this was all new territory back then um, so we're going to talk about it and tear it apart and, and have a great time so check that out that mm-hmm. show is available wherever you get your podcast 
Hey, Brian Dunaway, suck a duck, and we'll see you next time. No, you. Bye now. Wow. Duck sucker. Wow. He likes to suck ducks. Wow. My gosh. I know. He'll admit it one day. He sucks ducks. Yeah, well, you know. What are you going to do? Hey, uh, we got some quick news here. Oh, look at this. Some very fast news this morning brought to you by. Brought to you by America's Next Top Podcaster. New shows hitting both feeds today, whether you're a patron or one of those cheapskates on the free feed who doesn't want all the extra great content that you get on the Patreon feed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first judging session is on the free feeds now, so you can hear how they did with their first challenge, creating an audio drama podcast. And uh, over there on the Patreon feed, you're getting submissions for challenge number two. I won't spoil the surprise, so you're going to get to hear what our three teams produce for challenge number two over there on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash top podcaster or America's next top podcaster.com. Nice. All right. Check this story out. It's a, yes. che- it's a Cheetos story. Okay. The okay, snack, right. the cheese covered stick snack things, whatever they're supposed to be. Yeah, they're puffy, weird, like deformed tree shapes is what they are. Yeah, and and we're we're happy to have them. You know? We're happy with them. We're happy with the orange dust they leave on our fingers. Exactly. Yes. Except one time when I was a kid, I ate too many and I barfed. But other than that, they're fine. Anyway, uh, Cheetos are banned in Germany. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, it's I did it's, not know yeah, that. Yeah, the Germans they're not into it. They don't like the uh, really. Like is it. that like is there is it a word uh, like similar to? You know, oh, the word Cheetos in German means uh, grandma feet or something like that. Well, I wish it was that cool, but it's not quite. Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, that's the conundrum in Germany where due to some savvy trademarking by the company's, or excuse me, country's largest snack food corporation, Cheetos, have been illegal since 1980. So it's been a, wow, been a bit. illegal. Jeez. Yeah, literally illegal. Uh, be, uh, this person in this article says they first became aware of the situation while browsing the aisles of a Berlin ethnic grocery store. Uh, that will remain nameless in the section of North American goods. They had expanded this recently and was excited to see everything from Tajin to Tackies in stock. And the Tackies, you know, they're like competition yeah. for the... They're, they're little tiny dense Cheetos is what they are. Yeah, they're Spicy, nightmare hot. sticks. Nightmare yeah. sticks. They're bad. They're nightmare sticks, yeah. Nothing good about those things. No, I'll, I'll eat no. them, but I know what I'm doing when I do it. <laughs> um, anyway, these bright orange packets, uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. there's no, oh, there's no Cheetah. Uh, but they have a red sticker covering up the brand. Also, oh, they do have Cheetos, but they have a sticker covering up the oh. brand on the top. Uh, they were misprinted bags where Chester was saying the F word or something. No. <laughs> no way. Really? <laughs> the internet informed this dude. The censorship stickers were actually a loophole. For over four decades, the Dusseldorf-based conglomerate Intersnack. I love oh, that. That sounds dude. tasty. That's Intersnack. A, that's a big cyberpunk corpo I would join. Oh, no. Oh yeah, okay. That's weird because in the next line they they spell it Inster Snack oh, with an did S. Screw that a up. Second S. I think I think it's Inter Snack. I don't think it's Inster Snack. It's got to be Inter Snack, right? Inter Snack. Yeah, so yeah, like international and snack. Yeah, as opposed to in, instant snack. I'm gonna have a snack <laughs> instantly. <laughs> I had an instant reaction to these potato chips. <laughs> says, it is inter snack, yes. Says whose chips, uh, pretzels, and corn puffs dominate German markets uh, and have been suing anyone who dares sell Cheetos in Germany on the grounds that the name Cheetos is too similar to one of the inter snack's own products. Cheetos, C H I T O S, which is a competing thing. Oh, interesting. Uh, thing. They've also got a Cheetos. I'm on the intersnackgroup.com website. I'm looking at all of their, their brands. It is mostly stuff I've never ever hear, heard of. Uh, Butter Kissed. Oh. <laughs> 
Butter kissed. Uh, Oliva stain thins. Yeah. Pop chips I've heard of. Pop chips, yeah. Uh, Vico, V-I-C-O. Never heard uh, of that. Nut, nut line, which is uh, what I try to avoid when I wear tight pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrell's hand cooked English crisps. Mm. Uh, Chio, C H I O, Estrella, Mitsuba, Griffiths, or Griffins. I'm yeah, excited to see like... Mitsuba when we're in uh, Vegas. I always like seeing Mitsuba. <laughs> I like seeing Mitsuba too. Yeah. Oh, Tato, which I had in Ireland. T A Y T O. Tato. Tato's. A nice bag of Tato. Okay. I should have French fried taters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but look, a lot of these funny fresh. I don't even know what that is. Ain't got no gas in it. Um, uh, all right. Well, yeah. look, the deal is they're very litigious. So don't be don't go over there with anything resembling a Cheeto or Cheeto yeah. or Chihito or any of that because they will sue you for thousands of euros based on their trademark. Okay. So be careful, yeah. Brian. I know you were about to launch a new brand of uh, cheese. Sticks. I was. I totally was. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, no, butter kissed popcorn is not, as far as I know, not here in the U.S. I've never heard of it. Mm-mm. Butter kissed. I'd try it though. I would too. You we know have any name? German oh. listeners? You guys want to send us some German snacks and let us go to town on that? Kissed, kissed by butter. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, we haven't done any German snacks, right? We've done mm. Japanese snacks. We've done Chinese snacks. Australian, UK. Mm-hmm. I think we need some German snacks. Yep. I'd say Irish, Mom but I, after your trip to Ireland, it felt like everything they had were just stuff from here and other places. So it didn't feel like they had a unique right. snack listing. In uh, no, it was Ireland. you know a lot of crisps. Um, the the food, you know, boxty, which we're going to make um, not this week, but next week we're going to make our own home boxty. Yeah, uh, which is mashed potatoes and shredded potatoes held together with flour, formed into pancakes, and fried, Ooh. and then you, yeah. Brian. I'm not sure what we're going to eat with that. I think we're going to throw some uh, uh, like fried eggs on top or something for dinner. Sounds fantastic. Oh yeah. my gosh, that sounds good. <laughs> Is that awesome? It really sounds good. Yeah. I want that yeah. now. So much starch. Like, oh my God, starch. <laughs> that but, sounds uh, so good to me. Uh, and then, of course, uh, what was that? Bumper fry. And uh, uh, I mean, no, you guys had some, you guys did have some unique foods just not unique snacks is what we're saying claire like you you still had chips you still had mm-hmm. you know you had different variations of oreos potato chips and uh vanilla wafers and stuff like yeah, that. yeah we're looking for some renowned thing that no one else has uh, you know something that right. makes your snacks unique is what we're looking for here right we had angry angry pig hot pig uh shavings from japan yeah bag of those oh by the way do you, do you still have any Kit Kats left, or are those gone? Uh, uh, I don't want to say no, because I'm not sure, but I don't see the box, which makes me wonder if okay. Kim snuck them and gave them to one of the kids, but I'll check. I think I she may still have, have that. Some. Okay, because if, if so, I'm going to do the same thing, offer them up to the kids and uh, the rest of mine. Yeah, as an offering. It's like an offering to as the kids. It's an gods. offering. It's like a tithe. You yeah, know, giving like tithe. Kit Kats to the kids. 10% <laughs> of my chocolate and cookie crunch. What are you doing? Oh, do you know where that box of Kit Kats went? We still have those. How did you hear me talking about you? Oh, <laughs> do you know? Do you know where that is? I think Nick may have gotten them. We'll find out anyway. Okay. Sorry, Kim heard her name and came in here and said, "What are you?" I know. Are so you so quick too, like instantly. Yeah, that was fast. You oh, must be downstairs natural. with the boy or something. Is he here? Oh, I can't wait to see him. All right. Oh, uh, the boy. Yeah, the boy. It's uh, we're babysitting the boy today for. I don't know how long. 
Um, all right, that's uh, it for news. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here with some Tech Times, some recommendals with Randy, who's back in town, and uh, more. So stick around. Need a song, though, Brian. You got one. Do it. I've got, I've got one. I've got just one, only one song, mm. and that song is coming up, and it's performed by... <laughs> I'm trying to find the, the email. Yeah, yeah. Where, there it is right there. Okay. All right. This is, uh, hey, we're going back to Melbourne because we love music from Melbourne. And Melbourne Melbourne's the new uh, hotbed for indie music uh, out of Australia, I, I figured out. Um, how about an electronic rock band? Kind of like the, the Aussie Daft Punk. This is a band called Black Cab. They have a brand new single, um, and they just announced their long-awaited sixth album, which is called uh, Rotzler's Rule, which is going to be released May 13th on digital and limited edition vinyl with launch shows in both Melbourne and Sydney. To lead off this, this album, this brand new album, here is the new single, Superheroes. Here is Black Cab.
I am 41 years old. I have not had a sick day in 23 years. I do not call in sick. I don't call in gay. I don't call in gender confused. I don't call. When my dad died of Lou Gehrig's disease, I had some barbecue and went back to work. Is things go better with Coke after Coke after Coke? Just a slogan. Wolfman's got cards. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. Hey, Brian, what's that song again? Yeah, that song is uh, the band Black Cab out of Melbourne, Australia. The brand new song, Superheroes. Nice. We like superheroes. We're fans. Yeah. 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 Flying yeah. around, you know, shooting stuff out of their hands. Uh, making, getting work done. Flying capes and yeah, yeah, yeah. tights and yeah, we love them. They're great. Boot and cuffs. Don't care. DC, uh, Marvel, uh, 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 whoever, you know, mm-hmm, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Get it going. All right. Check this out. We got a thing to play with the computer. As with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. He joins us now live from his studios in Los Angeles, California. Tom Merritt, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm glad to be here, Scott and Brian. Uh, thank you for that great description of my wardrobe. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, it's for the uh, for the audio listeners. It paints a <laughs> mental picture. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's like when you turn on the descriptive narrative uh, yes. in, in the assistive settings. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, you're like a you're like pop up video, but in a, but for a guy. That's what that's what's going sure. on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Human equivalent of pop up video. I used to love that show. Uh, well, Tom, it's always a pleasure to have you on on Wednesdays, talking tech, that sort of stuff, digging up stories for Daily Tech News Show today. And uh, well, there's probably a few out there. What's going on on this Wednesday? Yeah, uh, later today when you join us on mm-hmm. Daily Tech News Show, I'm sure we'll be talking about Meta's uh, announcement of uh, having some glasses, some VR, AR glasses uh, ready for 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday on the show, we mentioned that uh, Meta says they're going to allow creators to sell items in Horizon VR. Uh, What we didn't notice at the time that has gotten a lot of headlines since is that uh, Meta will be taking a 47.5% cut on each transaction. Uh, So 30% uh, cut goes to Meta for the Oculus platform, and then 25% goes to the Meta App Store. Oh, Okay, so, so they're getting paid they're twice. They're taking taking a cut twice, basically. <laughs> they're double dipping. Um, yeah. So the thirty seventy is common, and we hear about it all the time. People want Apple to change theirs. Steam does it. Uh, most the, both consoles have the same deal for their stores. Like they all, everyone's got the seventy thirty. It's kind of standard and common. I would have expected that here, and it sounds like they're kind of faking that. But uh, that's a. I don't like that. That's no good for creators. Why would I want to go over there into this new platform and invest what it takes to learn all that stuff and make those assets and then only get that tiny cut? That's bad. That seems well, and, bad. and Facebook uh, has historically been one of the companies complaining the most about the thirty percent cut in the Apple App Store. Uh, so uh, apparently, the Horizon Worlds platform getting thirty percent—that's fine. If you, if you're sitting there going, wait, you said forty-seven point five, but thirty plus twenty-five is fifty-five. It's 30% goes to Meta, and then of the remaining amount, of the remaining 70%, then 25% goes to the Meta app store. So that's how, (laughs) once you do the math, that ends up with a total of 47.5%. I I always try, I'm the only one who does this, but I always try to figure out like, okay, but if I'm Meta, 
how do I think this makes sense to me? You know, and I know everybody else is like, greed, that's how it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but, but usually, we've all been in workplace situations. Usually the thing that everyone else outside of your company thinks is dumb, you're like, well, yeah, but I know why they're doing it. It may be dumb, but this is why. My only guess here is that Meta is going to make room for other app stores mm. on the Oculus platform. Yeah. And so they're saying, look, if you're on Horizon Worlds, 30% goes to Horizon Worlds. And if you're in the app store, there's a different cut for the app store, but that's because other app stores might be on the platform someday. Okay. It, it's not a great argument, and it's not the argument Meta is making, uh, but that that's the only way I could make it make any kind of internal logic sense to myself yeah i would i would say that's the only way i could too because i'm i'm thinking here like okay let's say that they do that let's say they have the their built-in app store but then they'll let you uh, in a in a way sideload from other app stores uh, or other locations it, is there a limit to that because once you open that gate you're saying everybody from dude in his house to established app store somewhere now has access to this thing maybe they do and maybe that's okay in the long run, but that I'm not so sure they're planning any of that. I just feels like, this just feels like some weird corporate hypocrisy to me, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't really know how to feel about it to be honest. Except and you know, it's here, too much. here's an equivalent. OpenSea is you know one of the big wide open marketplaces for NFTs. Uh, it takes a 2.5 percent cut of each transaction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, by comparison, quite a bit lower. I don't know if you noticed, yeah. than 30%. Percentage-wise, uh, that seems lower. <laughs> then a creator can take between 25 and 7.5% in addition. Right. Uh, so so you can you can then like take a cut, because of the way NFTs work, you can take a cut of future sales and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it may be that, that Meta is looking at it that way, although 30 and 25, uh, wow, those yeah. are... Those are num- those are two digit numbers. Yeah, that's a lot. Without decimals. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. If I'm if I'm a comp- or if I'm a creator and I'm starting to see these things come around, maybe Meta will be first to, to the idea of, you know, Horizon Worlds is the place to go make stuff. But this is coming from all over the place like there were really other opportunities. I as a creator would not be eyeing Meta as a place to set up shop. I would be like, "Yeah, I think I'm not doing that. I'm going to wait and see what Apple does later this year. I'm going to wait and see what valve has up their sleeve or you know i would i would be in that mood if i was a creator after seeing this number it's just ridiculous you know you don't want to be an early adopter of that as a as a creator that would be you know 50 percent of your freaking revenue yeah if that. uh in, in fact there's there's a quote on this cnet article uh that uh meta's 47.5 percent fee is the best thing that ever happened to sandbox and decentraland <laughs> because everyone will be like well i guess i'm going over there <laughs> uh, yeah, good point. Um, well, all right. Stuff is subject to change, of course. Who knows what they'll end up doing? Seems a little short-sighted to me, but um, but hey, yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? There's something that rhymes in my head with you know IBM getting into the internet or Microsoft creating a browser in the early days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at the, at the very beginning, right? Where they like uh, they 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 said, well, OS two uh, warp with the internet on ramp will be the the way everyone will access the internet. Yeah. Uh, turned out that wasn't the case. Nope. Uh, Microsoft IE, people forget when it first launched, was a failure. Everybody's like, why would I use that instead of Netscape? It's so so poorly functional. Mm-hmm. And of course, Microsoft changed. So yeah, it's too early to say whether Meta is OS two warp or Internet Explorer. Yeah, or. Um, 
I'm trying to think of an example of something that petered out real hard and then everyone else took over for it. Well, let's call it, you know, like pre-iPod. Oh, uh, uh, Napster. Oh, yeah, Napster is a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a great one. And Napster, you know, while still exists, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares about True. that. True. Yeah, it's still out there. Yeah, it was a missed opportunity. Anyway, this will be a good story. We'll talk about this and, of course, other stuff today. Uh, Tom, anything else going on you want to mention? I am always available on freetomnewsletter.com. Uh, it is it has become a place where I just kind of let folks know what's going on uh, in, in a little open letter, just like an email to you, uh, and then links to all my shows. Uh, if you're interested in like, oh, what, what, what we're on the shows this week, there'll, there'll be nice, uh, you know, media-rich links uh, to all of that in there as well. So if you want to be part of that conversation, freetomnewsletter.com. Very nice. I think I will. I already am. So there's no need for me to go over there. Uh, (laughs) Tom Merritt, uh, today, 2.30 Mountain, no, 2 o'clock Mountain Time. Sorry, everybody. We got the new That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The new uh, straight up top of the hour time. Yeah, we hit hit the road running, and uh, I'm excited to be there as usual. Tom Merritt, everybody, Ace Detect on Twitter. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. His camera is a mix of chop and not. Right. Yeah, it was getting a little chunky. Yeah. But then smooth. Then like, smooth. Like, could not decide which kind of Peter Pan peanut butter it was going to be. Oh, that reminds me. I never told you about this place. I meant to do this. There's a yeah, place you called... You found a new peanut butter restaurant in Salt Lake City. <laughs> no, no, no. No, there's an ice cream place near here called Brooker's. I don't know if this is a chain. I can't tell. I think it's just here. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. But they make their own ice cream. It's all very good. Um, But they make their employees dress like uh, founding fathers era clothes (laughs) really okay that's great yeah so all these teenagers they're forced to look like you know who's the paul revere those kind of that type of thing with the hats yeah Yeah. all that stuff they have to dress like i'm not gonna miss my scoop not gonna miss my (laughs) scoop and every one of their their flavors is named after a founding either a founding father or you know early governing uh people when the when the united states was they basically they're just like a giant declaration of independence cosplay this whole thing of course yes would you like a would you like a scoop of coffee bean franklin it's like that yeah (laughs) it is like that or there's one that's like uh my favorite is the peanut butter chocolate something uh george washington but they got all this he wouldn't you know we can't tell a lie it's the best No cherries in the in the George Washington. Interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. That one's uh, that one's got definitely the chocolate got covered cherry tree or something like that. That one's very good. Uh, they have all kinds of good stuff. But anyway, I just right. felt bad for these kids because I walk in there, I'm like, no teenager wants to dress like this. No, no. The only thing that sounds worse would be the uh, uh, hot dog on a stick outfits. Yep. Yep. Those were bad. <laughs> Shorty shorts and making that lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that lemonade's the best, though. It is a good so lemonade. Good. Yeah. yeah. Hand to mushed or whatever they were doing there. Dancing. Right. Around. All right. <laughs> uh, Randy is coming into the show right now. All right. Okay. After I'll believe it when I see it, Scott. Soaking in the Hawaiian sun for far too yeah, long. He's perfectly pickled. Is perfectly what he is pickled or, or is what he, I'm Marinated sure he is. in beach spices. That's right. <laughs> beach spice. I don't like sand, he says. Uh, join us now in welcoming Randy Jordan back to the show. Randy Deluxe, how's it going? Are you back to your normal time zones? How are you feeling there, dude? Good morning, morning stream. I'm feeling just fine. Oh, that's good. good. Fantastic time in Kauai. The, yeah. the Garden Isle uh, was very, very good to me. Nice. And, and mine. Yeah. Oh, Did you once faced. again be like, oh, we should move here. We should move. You want to move? No? You don't want to move. You can stay. Mm. She, she did not want to move there? I mean, you used to live there, so you know what it's like I, living yeah. there. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Rather just visit. Away from everything. I, what would be ideal would yeah. be to uh, be able to just visit there anytime I want. Yeah. That would be well, ideal. That would be sure. ideal. I mean, you can, though, can't you? Well, uh, I mean, yeah. yes and no, right? Like, so financially, like, you can't right. visit every time you want. Right. So uh, yeah. it would like, how do you, you know, how do you pull off for times a year like what I just did? I don't sure. know. But, sure. Sure. You need your own um, plane. You need your own little beach house. You're set. You're all good. I've actually, I've actually already been planning my next trip out there. <laughs> well, got a look. got a pretty good idea here, and I, I you know what? Yeah, like if, if people who live in Hawaii, there's all kinds of people who live in Hawaii who don't want tourists. They want fewer tourists. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Sure. Their their biggest enemy is Hawaiian Airlines because man. I get those emails every day from Hawaiian Airlines. They're like, "Hey, we'll, we'll fly you round trip for like three hundred bucks." I'm like, "Okay, mm, yeah. uh, let's make more tourists." Do you have any spam? Do you have any spam while you were there? Any kind of spam? No, dish? no. I, musubi. You know, <laughs> it is it is way more prevalent when you're in the grocery store, like the spam area. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like huge. Yeah. yeah, but I just uh, I don't know. It's not it's not necessary. Like, I was I was there to eat fish and mm. and and rice and. Yeah, not not not, not, not not World War II introduced canned food to, to <laughs> help get through the, you, the Pacific. I gotta yeah. I gotta tell you, man, my my brain is a little fried from it. But like, you just got me thinking about the phrase "founding fathers." Mm, mm. What a what an interesting phrase, "founding fathers." Like, imagine, uh, like because like well, one when you talk about that phrase, one of them is Benjamin Franklin, right? He lived to be eighty four sure. years old, died in seventeen ninety. Yeah, he died in he died. 19 or 20 years before Abraham Lincoln was even born. Yeah. yeah. And we also think of Abraham Lincoln as a founding father. Right. I mean, it's not really right. Like no, he's yeah, not, not at all. No, I mean, yeah. But anyway, like Abraham Lincoln was a baby, uh, t- uh, two decades after Benjamin Franklin died at 84. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. imagine you know, we always visualize all these guys hanging out in a room and, yeah. and uh, no, a lot of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> missed each yeah. other by decades. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if you were like roped imagine. into the same historical documents as right. someone, you know, who was a hundred years older than you right. and died yeah. two decades before you were born. I don't yeah. know. Just yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I did get, so speaking of this ice cream place, I embarrassed um, my kids a little bit. I'll tell you the of story you real can. fast. Did you talk about uh, cow lube or something like no, that? No, none of lube? that. None of that. No lube. But we walked in and we, it was Dylan's first time. He hadn't been there before. And he goes, oh man, I don't know which one to do. Which one of these is, is good? And I go, <laughs> I said a little too loud. I said, well, which one had the most slaves? And everybody in there was like, Dad, you can't talk. I'm like, well, they had them. They all had them. They had slaves. That was the thing with these guys. And then we, he ended up getting the... Um, God, what's going to be like when you're older and you don't have a filter? <laughs> I don't have one now. I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny, but it's, what's great is the people working there obviously have this entire store dedicated to all these founding fathers. Right, yeah, and I don't think any of them want me in there going, "Oh, how many slaves does this one have here?" <laughs> no, well, how'd that go for him? All right. Anyway, uh, let's emancipate hey, hey, ourselves uh, and uh, dive into our films that we're recommending this week. Uh, sure, we have yeah. a number of them, and uh, we're going to start with, with Brian. We always do. He's got some uh, clips here. Brian, what's the setup? Yeah, set up. Uh, this first one is a movie and uh, a very sweet movie. Oh, well, all right. Here's Pluto. Oh, play nice. here. Okay, two rules. I'm never going to let you win, ever. If you beat me, you know you beat me. Fair and square. But I never let you win. And I'm going to always tell you the truth. I saw you in the yard playing sports. You're not very good. And probably not going to get a whole lot better. So it might be wise 
for you in order to avoid tears and disappointment and above all delusion find some other activities that you like you know like uh, what do you like to do the most i like to read i also like to read i'm good at sports too okay it sounds <laughs> it's a like, short clip but uh it sounds like what's yeah. his name uh a uh, wild things guy uh uh, not him. Wild Things. Nicholas um, Cage. No, no, oh, no, no. Wild Things. Kevin or uh, uh, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Yeah. Not it him. feels no, like not. it feels like one of these uh, Stephen King or Steven Spielberg movies, like where a where a, a like a kid, you know, uh, has uh, you know Anthony Hopkins move in upstairs, mm-hmm. and they're like meeting each <laughs> other and talking for the first time. You know what I mean? Very, mm-hmm. very. Uh, yeah, I, I could see how you hear that. This is. Uh, um, that was Ben Affleck, by the way, that you were hearing telling uh, J.R. Uh, McGuire the rules. Ty Sheridan, well, not Ty Sheridan in that in that scene, but Ty Sheridan becomes the older version of that kid. Mm. Um, that is a movie called The Tender Bar, mm. and this is uh, was a recommend a recommendation to me from Jenny Josephson, who saw it and said, "Oh, there's this sweet movie on." Uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime. you got to check it out and da, da, da. And, uh, she's absolutely right. This is really, really good. It is a very sweet coming of age film. Very, yeah, um, I mean, boyhood a little bit. Um, trying to think of a really good comparison. Biloxi blue is probably a better one mm. where you kind of, um, you see, you know, this, this growth of this character over the years. Uh, it's directed by George Clooney. And it is uh, adapted from you know the real life memoir of J.D. Moringer, um, who was the, the main character is uh, is kind of built after. Um, in addition to Ben Affleck, uh, who plays the owner of this bar that uh, uh, is kind of the focal point, the centerpiece of this film. That this kid, uh, you watch him kind of growing up around this. Um, you've also got Lily Robb, who you know from almost every season of American Horror Story, and a Christopher Lloyd that is, uh, especially in one scene where all he does is fart in his uh, in his recliner. Oh, is fantastic! The best. Fantastic! Yes. I was yeah, I was hoping you would tell me something like he's that. He's grandpa. Yeah. He is grandpa. He is uh, this kid's grandfather. Uh, This kid's real dad is a dude named The Voice, who's a radio DJ who's largely been out of his life, uh, played by Max Martini. You know him from uh, things like Saving Private Ryan and and, um, Level 9. Oh, yeah. I know this dude. He usually has a huge beard, but he does have a great voice. Pacific Rim. Yeah, I like that dude. He is really good. Yeah. Uh, and then Ron Livingston is our narrator, the older, the future version of this kid. Um, it's a really, really good movie. Really sweet. Really uh, um, really well acted. Well, a great story. Um, well directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know why. I think it won a SAG award um, or nominated for a SAG award, but nothing, no mention at all during the Oscars, which really surprises me because this feels like it, um, it maybe should have taken the place of don't look up among the, uh, the nominees, no chance but, of winning, but, yeah. but we did, we did have a SAG nomination for Affleck, right? Uh, uh yeah, he, yes. he was nominated for golden globe and, and, uh, screen actors guild awards. Yes. Right. Um, hey, did you, was some... it weird going right from, uh, deep water to this? Was that really, <laughs> you know, kind of a shock to the system? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, deep, wait, wait, deep water, deep water. You, you hated it, or you didn't hate it. You just said you wouldn't recommend it to anybody. The one with uh, him and Arma, De- 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 Armas or whatever her name is, the, the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, right. God, 
this movie made me forget that we watched that two weeks ago, that uh, the most hateful couple you'll ever have a chance to meet. <laughs> that's good. I can't believe it. Yeah, totally totally made me forget about Deepwater, uh, this film. So that's great. That's a really good... Uh, <laughs> good. It's a it's a Deepwater uh, antigen. I like it. That's right. It's the, it's the antidote for Deepwater. Yeah. Cool. Does this does this movie like hinge a lot on Ty Sheridan's ability to act and carry it? I it like does. He's he's your your main version of the the main character. You do get you know a couple different versions in the narrator, but he's you spend the most time with Jr. or Junior as a um, a teenager, college student, uh, college graduate, and Ty Sheridan is your is your main your main actor for that. I like that kid a lot. He was the first time I ever saw him was in Mud. And um, I thought he was amazing in that movie. Another coming of age kind of thing set in the South. Yeah. Love that movie. Speaking of Ready Player One, I mean, he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, your also, also, also speaking yeah. of X-Men. He was yes. Cyclops. Cyclops. Yeah. The, yes. The, the non new. the non Marsden Cyclops. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, this is really good. It's on Amazon Prime. It's um, just a sweet, sweet film. Uh, the Tender Bar. It's it's right there in the name. Tender Bar. That's a tender <laughs> okay. All right. bar. I'd like to know what the bar. I don't know. I'll find out what the bar is. The, well, it's the bar is the bar that uh, that um, uh, Ben Affleck's character owns. How can it um, be tender? I don't get it. I'll find out. I'll find out. Well, yeah, you got to watch like, it. See, it's like instead of the bartender, it's the tender bar. Oh, Jace, thank you for spelling that out yeah. slowly for me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I didn't get it. I seriously didn't get it. Oh, you really didn't get it? I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic there. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously didn't get it. I didn't get it either until you just did that. Um, (laughs) Well, that's great. I want to see it. I like uh, George Clooney as a director is one of my favorite. Uh, He's made some great movies as a director, and I uh, I would like to see it. All right. Very cool. That's uh, item number one. Item number two is a series. All right. Let's play this clip for the series. You guys, I have been reading up on this, and our students are going to get a huge boost from this software. I mean, our kids are going to be reading at the speed of light. Well, I, for one, prefer the tried-and-true methods over whatever the latest doohickey is. I mean, I have yet to see the program that can do what I do by, you know, uh, teaching. Well, old-school teaching is great, but the latest doohickey can be a helpful addition. Um... Are subs going to have to do this? I thought I'd mainly be showing Pixar movies. You guys, all I'm saying is we should keep an open mind. There was a great website called A to Z123 that taught me how to read when I was a kid. My parents certainly weren't around to do it. <laughs> I had to potty train myself. <laughs> Overshare. Well, I do not need some young Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Pimple face kid, fresh from the smart bar. Genius bar. Telling me how to teach. <laughs> Good morning. You're the tech teacher? Sure yeah. am. Can't keep us old folks down, right? No idea. I like it, though. <laughs> this is a brand new series, brand new um, sitcom, a, a terrestrial, like a network sitcom that's really, really good, called Abbott Elementary. Um, I'd heard a lot of good things about it, decided to start watching it. And this uh, this feels like the, the superstore office that we kind of need, um, you know, as a current network uh, situation, sitcom. That was uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph. You heard as one of the teachers. She's kind of the the more traditional, tried and true teachers. But uh, you've got um, uh, Quinta Brunson is your kind of main character. She is your Jim Halpert or your um, uh, the new guy starting at Superstore. Kind of the one you you follow as like the main mm. the main character. Sure. They do you know these shows do always seem to have like a couple 
uh, of the same kind of characters, although there's not really like a a Dwight or an Angela or uh, you know one of those type of people uh, in this. Right. Um, focuses on a on an elementary school in Philadelphia, in the heart of Philadelphia for uh, uh, inner city kids. And the budget problems that they have, and how much these these teachers have to kind of toe the line and and uh, and help out with the things that the school board is supposed to provide for them. You do have you do have your Michael Scott uh, or your what's his face from Superstore kind of inept leader, mm. but that you kind of have to have that in a uh, uh, office comedy like this. Um, done as a mockumentary, so more like The Office where. The regular shots are interstitched with uh, um, direct interviews with the characters. Okay, all right. I, I kind of like that. I don't I know do what, what my deal yeah. is. I kind like, of why? miss it because, because I feel it, like we haven't had it in a while. But yeah. right, yeah, not since like Modern Family or did they do? It with, they didn't do it with Life in Pieces, did they? No, that was just straight up. No, Parks and Rec um, did though. Um, yeah, Parks yeah, and Rec, that, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing is is I feel like was being done to death, and then I kind of got tired of it, mm-hmm. and now I kind of mm-hmm. miss it. So. I think I'm in the mood for this. I think mainly, I mainly that that's a great little motif that helps you uh, escape from a uh, laugh track, mm. right? Like, yeah, like right. I loved, I loved this uh, other school sitcom that came out recently called Mystery Glacius. It was like three years of Gabriel Iglesias as a as a mentor teacher in a funny <laughs> high school in Long Beach, mm. and like it, the downside of it was the damned laugh track, you know, yeah. Yeah. and it's like, well. How do you, you know, how do you get around that? Well, I mean, you just have silence for people to laugh in, but the interstitial uh, 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 interview thing is a really good way to tack a joke onto a joke, right? Mm-hmm. It is. And like, right. yeah, man, I, I miss it too, Scott. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing to miss because I, I used to think it was overdone and now I kind of miss it. So we have to check uh, it out. Quint- this sounds great. Quinta, uh, Quinta Brunson, by the way, the main actress, and this is also the showrunner. She created this thing. So it's kind of like... Uh, um, directing herself. That's directing great. herself. But I'm thinking like in The Office, you had... Um, uh, you had... Oh my God, I'm blanking on their names. The younger, the two younger people were kind of creators of uh, um, the American, or not creators, but head writers for the American version of The Office, and I can't remember their names. Oh, anyway, yeah, they those guys all seem to be in these shows or involved in yeah. these shows. That's always Kelly interesting and Ryan. Thank you, B.J. Novak and uh, yeah, um, Mindy Colling, Kaling, Kaling, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mindy Kaling. yeah, she's mm-hmm. great. National Treasure. Anyway, Abbott Elementary is on Hulu. The finale aired last night. Um, so 13 episodes for this first season. So you can jump right in and uh, and watch all these all in a couple sittings. That sounds like something Kim and I want right this second. Yeah, I'm gonna it's watch good. This. It's really, really sweet. All right. Uh, well, here. A lot is- of sleep. My recommendals are sweet today. Yeah, look That's at you. That's nice. I'm glad because I was actually thinking before we got on the horn today. I was thinking, man, we've we've put forth some hard stuff in mm-hmm. the last few months. Mm-hmm. Over the last few months, yeah, we like, have. Yeah. We've had a lot of recommendals where Scott is like, "Now this is not for everybody." <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm glad to see it though. I always need this sort of thing. All right. Well, let me bring it down a few notches. All right. Okay. Uh, good. A d- documentary, and it's on Netflix. A two-parter. And here's the clip. Jimmy Savile just can't help attracting his own special kind of private pandemonium. Jimmy Savile is public property. Our Jim. I have never seen anyone do that much good. How on earth do you 
raise 10 million pounds in three years. All right. So that may sound like it's actually a glowing um, <laughs> a glowing review of this Timmy Savile dude who here in the States, we pretty much never heard of the guy until recent years. In Europe and in the UK in particular, Jimmy Savile was like household name, gigantic star. Um, I'm trying to think what to compare him here to. He ran he ran for 40-something years their Top of the Pops thing, which was their, our, equi- our equivalent of... Um, oh, American Bandstand. Or, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, so he's, I guess he's Casey Kasem for England? Kind of. Um, he was a DJ to start with and then eventually became this TV personality that just hosted everything. He had a show called Jim Will Fix It which was very popular, especially with kids. It was like you would write in almost like the miracle uh, charity or what is it called? Child's miracle network, whatever it is where you, hmm. anyway, they would write in and say, well, I want to, uh, you know, before I, or my, my duck can't fly. Uh, I have a duck and he's up here in Northern England and he can't fly. So Jim will fix it. The show arranged to have a flight where this little kid and his duck could just be on this plane and the duck had window seats. It could look out the whole time and, you know, like silly, weird stuff like that. So he was he was like this beloved dude for a huge part of his career over there. Turns out the entire time he's a predatory <laughs> child molester bastard hole, like the worst. Oh my God. Which the tadpole has just been like, oh my god, major pedophile. Oh, he's horrible. Oh, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. They were they were spoiling the story before I could get to it. Um, yeah. It's not a spoiler to say this about the show, by the way, because the whole point is to expose all of this. Sure, of course. And yeah. I'm glad that they did. Um, he died not too many years ago, 2012 or 13 or something. And it was right around the time that he died at age 84 that there was there was a ramp up in potential prosecution. They were finally getting people coming wow. forward. The police, uh, the police who were kind of negligent at the time of these of these events were, you know, basically peeling back the onion and finding out what they did wrong. They were ready to sort of admit it all. And um, this has a ton of archival footage and a lot of interviews with him. And they spent a lot of time with people who were uh, both victims of his, but also people who thought something was fishy for years and years and years and worked tirelessly to try to expose it, were stopped at every turn because this guy was like, he was knighted. Uh, He hung out with uh, Margaret Thatcher. And why this is interesting, because it isn't just a story of here's a guy who's a horrible pedophile. That that's that is the story, but that's not really the story. The story was more about here is a guy who is a horrible pedophile, but is getting away with it so brazenly that there's a lesson to be learned about that part of it. The the getting away with it part, like they're <laughs> they found scenes of him in in uh you know how um Americans bandstand toward the end. You might have Dick Clark sitting out in the audience, a bunch of girls gathered around him. He's saying, all right, so next week we're going to see you next time or whatever. And they're all yeah. kind of with him there. And he's, you know, he's sitting with them. He would do that sort yeah. of thing too. And they un- archive footage of him, like groping girls while they're sitting mm. there. Nobody recognized oh, it for what it was. And doing it fully on camera, just brazenly. Yeah. It's the brazen part that, that made this documentary interesting because i don't want to just hear about how horrible he is that's not really i'm not in it for that i was in it for like man can we never let anything this public happen again because the guy went you know he spent decades abusing people Mm -hmm. and almost in plain view like that's the the level of celebrity the guy had it was almost just in plain view that this stuff was happening and nobody was helping these kids. Nobody was helping oh. these poor girls. Like it was that part's awful. There's some catharsis toward the end. There's not justice because he died and never got prosecuted. Um, 
but uh, it's two parts. So it's not, you know, you're not stuck for six episodes or something. I recommend it if you, if you are like me interested in why humans behave sometimes the way that they do and, you know, see them as like maybe a learning opportunity for what we do with celebrities. And maybe we ought to not do that so much uh, because sometimes there's horrible monsters under all that. Anyway, the title of the thing is Jimmy Savile, a British horror story. And it's available on Netflix in two parts, relatively wow. new. And uh, but it's but it it's well made. It's uh, it's very well made. It's wor- yeah. Something you probably worth knowing. Like if you don't know, you want to yes, you want to learn this little bit of history. Yeah, and if you want to, re- I mean, I went and deep dived on some Wikipedia stuff, and it's all kind of out there now. But um, this this does it in a very uh, well made documentarian package. They don't do fake re- uh, reenactments. They don't get too dramatic. It's it's a lot of sort of here's what happened and how it happened and here's what we know now versus what we knew then and why this person was wrong and blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it's very, those are the kinds I like. I don't like when they get too, too uh, yeah. dramatic. Um, you're reminding me of, uh, what, what's the, there was a, a documentary. Please take your hot thing. dog out of the microwave, Randy. There's oh. a documentary thing last year. I did not watch called something like <laughs> the murderer next door or something like oh, that. Um, oh, well, there was the shrink uh, next door. You're not talking about that one. No, that was a. There was drama. something everyone talked about that was like uh, about some people who lived next door to a terrible person, and they were just like allowing that person into their lives and over having oversight of their kids and stuff. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember. I what can't it remember it either, but I know which one you're talking about. It was 2021, right? And I think yeah. called. Oh, that's not it. Okay, oh, well, well, I have a whole list here. But, but anyway, it's one of those. It's good. It's well-made. Again, it's, you know, warning. It's It deals with a lot of those those horrible issues. Um, and I nothing pisses me off more than kids being abused in any way. But there's something to learn here about the way we handle celebrity differently than we do regular people. Mm-hmm. And how that can lead to real heartache like a national heartache really at that, at that level. So anyway, we're checking out. I also finished that one. I, I recommended last week. I was only two episodes in, but I finished the one about the, uh, the vegan, bad vegan. Oh also, yeah. Right. Excellent. Excellent documentary. Oh, and I'll, you know, while we're doing that, I'll put a cap in, uh, severance as uh, fantastic. Watch the whole thing. Oh, and oh, right. You were so only good. like three or four episodes in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Okay. Best thing of the year. And- so good. I love it. And uh, you feel like it uh, it sticks I the landing? the landing. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. That's the thing that everyone starts asking after it a couple of episodes. It stuck this landing, but it makes me want more landings, and it's already been approved for two more landings. Yeah, I think they have a plan to go three three seasons. Three is the seasons, plan. yeah. I just, and the, like, let's go back to that for a second. I, I just love Patricia Arquette so much. Yeah. And she's <laughs> yeah. like understated in this show. Like, she you know is, what I mean? Like, she well, plays. Yeah, it she depends plays, on the, which she is initially. Yeah. yeah. She's understated, then she's overstated, then she's understated. I actually really like yeah. it in the end, but at first, at first she kind of drove me nuts, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, um, she grew I on just, me over time. I always li- I also like how uh, it, it feels like his office place it, it initially is like every kind of caricature of the people that you've worked with in an yeah. office. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what, As soon as you start seeing and hearing John Turturro, you're like, oh, I worked with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> for for yeah. me, it's Dylan. I knew about 10 Dylans. That yes. I yeah. Super yeah, so common. Yeah. And also, I have some serious physics questions about his nose and his and his glasses. God, how do his glasses stay on? I don't get it. It's got to be adhesive or something. I don't get there it. Are times, so, I don't there get are times it at all. when it's actually he should, like half an inch out from his nose and it's still staying <laughs> it's in the still same there. place. I 
I know. I I, I think know. I think we should rename Friday uh, Flat Face Friday, and ha- just <laughs> every week we post some images of him. Okay, let's do it. His arc really got me. Everything in it. Yeah. It's an amazing show. I'm glad you. Yeah. Glad you had yeah, as much fun sure. as that I did. I did. All right, let's move on to Randy's uh, uh, recommendation. We got a clip here, Randy. Any setup? <laughs> Oh, it's just a show I love so much. I think it was brought up about a year ago uh, by Nicole, I think. I'm not certain about that. But, man, I love this show. I I picked the most random spot to pull a clip. And you can just – like the problem with the show is there's a lot of uh, music in it, so I didn't pick mm-hmm. any music. But, man, I'm telling you, I went into the most random thing. And any time you do, you're going to get gold, comedy gold out of this show. And by the way, uh, my spot features almost every uh, actor uh, that I pull. So you're going to hear a lot of different voices. Very nice. All right, here it is. Let's play it. Clooney, what are you up to? Eating a cacio e pepe? Freaking classy. What the drip? Ah! Making Lucy Lawless. Ah, what's going on? Why are you naked? Why is there water? Gotta grab my tools. Wolf, no. Let's call a plumber. The Bobcat's got this one under control. I'm trying Bobcat out as that nickname. Is it too many animals? This seems like a situation for a real plumber with a regular name like Champ. No. Gerb. Wait. Why can't I think of a regular name? Don't worry, babe. You don't need Gerb when you got the B-Cat. Ah! Ah! juice. Thanks again for letting us crash in your room, Ham. Our toilet's being a real nasty freak. She really is. Well, we're also excited for you and Honeybee to be sleeping over in the main house during Thanksgiving week. I'll be perfectly happy on Moon's floor. Did somebody say boys' night? I said it with a Z, so I think it's going to be pretty fun. Oh, Ham, you've got a lot of books. I can get some reading done. Chunky Chili for the Teenage Souls, some Mary Higgins Clark, the Hacking Halversons. Oh, yeah, we all read those. They're about this Viking family. Very violent, but also very close. And they love cutting the heads off of things. Like any head, they'll just cut it off. Even if they're busy, they don't mind. Well, you guys picked a great time to destroy your toilet with the power of poop because I have a new shadow puppet I'm debuting after dinner. I have to dislocate my thumb to do it, but it's worth it. I like a shadow puppet. Sometimes a regular puppet is just too much. Well, the plumber's out of town for the Thanksgiving holiday, but he'll fix the toilet first thing Monday morning. In the meantime, having all of you here under one roof will be fun. Like when you guys were little kids. Except one of my sons is married. Moon is married? Oh, Wolf. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. All right, so it's that woman... It's that woman okay. who is in uh, Mythic Quest, who was one of the developers downstairs. It, in the- it's not actually. You're close, but that's, oh, really? that is not uh, Ashley Birch. This is the other. So the Bob's Burgers no, no, uh, Ashley, team made this, is that right? Ashley Birch. This is the Bob's Bob's Burgers production team. The same the same couple of writers or something. It's a, yeah. It's two writers from Bob's Burgers. Uh, mm-hmm. Later writers. They came on to Bob's Burgers after a couple seasons. Uh, they're sisters, I think, mm-hmm. and they uh, they went off to make this show. And, um, oh no, I'm thinking of Aparma Nancheria, the developer, yeah, not the yes, tester. You did, you did hear yes. Aparna Nancherla yeah. as she's the, got a very the, recognizable voice. The yeah. youngest of them, a, 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 a very young boy named like six or seven years old, named Aparna, um, it's named Moon. He's named his name is Moon. Mm. Uh, you also just, man, you heard like it starts with Nick Will Forte. Offerman. Yeah, Will Forte, I said in the uh, chat. His, room. his wife okay. is Honeybee, played by Dulce Sloan. Um, you heard, uh, Paul, uh, Rust, uh, Jenny Slate, oh, Jenny Slate is everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jenny Slate um, is everywhere. Yeah. I, I didn't capture so many other voices that are just so great. This is the great North, by the way, the great North. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, those creators are, uh, uh, the Molyneux sisters, uh, Wendy and Lizzie Molyneux mm-hmm. and, uh, man, Nick Offerman is the dad is a single dad. 
of a family uh, who lives near up near the Arctic Circle, and uh, they are just hysterical. They're, they're this is a show. I I'm just going to say this, and this might be a little controversial to you, especially Scott, but. I think if this show had come out before Bob's Burgers, there are a lot of people out there who would have said, "Oh, Bob's Burgers is a is a lesser version." Well, because that, that's, oh, that's what they because that's what they do with that. this. I, I as as much as I don't disagree with you, but the people see this and they see that Bob's Burgers style because the animation yeah. style and art style is that's almost what identical. I thought too. Yeah. Um, Central Park also has some of those people working on stuff. And yeah, yeah. They, so, they all look the same, but I think people discount this. Because it's not Bob's Burgers, and I think you're probably right. Whatever came first is going to get the laud, and then you're going to have to follow it up with, you know, it's like Futurama never got the same love the Simpsons did, unless you were yep. a true blue fan. But it's because you're like, oh, well, same style. This is like Simpsons in space, and they just pass. Yeah. But so now, like, you have a whole generation now who sees, like, my 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 kid's generation who sees uh, Futurama as so superior. Like, oh like, yeah, you know, so good because he's he's encountered them at all the same time. Yeah. Um. This this show, Great North, um, it pulls from some other things. Like Bob's Burgers has a a very particular uh, uh source, right? It mm-hmm. comes from things like Seinfeld and uh, you know, like eighties and nineties sitcoms for the most mm-hmm. part. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this has a lot more influence in things like um, Gravity Falls or uh, Steven Universe. It has it has some of those like uh, it, it has a drive to um, to be more about like moral issues and family stories than Bob's Burgers ever could. Like Bob's Burgers is a lot more about really interesting characters. So I'm, I'm kind of, I, I guess I shouldn't have pulled a clip that was just a bunch of characters all <laughs> making jokes, but uh, it, it's just a, it's just a very, a very sweet. I'm sorry that Brian just was talking about tender bars. Yeah. Is very, hey, no, this let's, is let's have three sweet things. Sure. Why not? Well, Scott, uh, Scott, I kind of got in the middle there with it. It's like the yeah. most unsweet yeah, thing the fourth, possible. The fourth, but, the fourth thing is the antithesis <laughs> of sweet. That's fine. I'll be that um, guy this week. All of the different, all the different family have their strange quirks, and so like every episode is a bunch of stories, usually like that are all happening simultaneously, and they're all interacting, intersecting with each other. Mm-hmm. And because they live in a small town on the Arctic Circle, the you know they're kind of like free range children. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. You know they they get out and about and do stuff. Yeah. And uh, the the main thing that I I want to make sure you understand about Great North is um, the Molyneux sisters have gone. 100% full bore on music. Mm. Like, you know how Bob's Burgers about every other episode ends with a, a, a new yeah, song? a song, yeah. This show, every episode ends with a new song. <laughs> and most shows have another original in the middle of the show. Um, they're often kind of short. But, like, it really cares about making fun of what, uh, you know, what you've encountered, like what there will be a crazy joke in the middle of the show where you're just like, I, I don't think that works. And then they're going to come back to it with a song later. They're going to, they're going to sing about that crazy joke and uh, expand it out into, you know, in the universe. It's, it's millennial humor is mm, what I'm saying. Sure. And uh, yeah. I'm, I'm all here for it. Uh, it's uh, streaming on Hulu. It's a Fox show. Like if you have five TV, you could watch it on Fox when new episodes come out, <laughs> but it's not streaming on Fox. It's mm. the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like it's, uh, you got to go to Hulu to watch it. Yeah. It's one of those direct to Hulu things, which I don't know. There's more and more of those these days, but that's okay with me. I feel like those have longer legs and staying power for whatever reason. They don't get canceled as quickly as shows that end up on, 
on the main networks. I'm down with that. Peacock has yeah, some of that I, too going on where it's like, this would never last on NBC, but here it is, you know, running on the streaming better, service. They better not ever cancel this show. I will be so <laughs> upset. I, it, it looks like it's a little tiny bit expensive and, and like that worries me. Mm. Right. Like, mm. because you know, you get, you got people like Nick Offerman, Megan Mullally, like that will Forte, they, they probably demand a, you know, a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Man, I hope that oh, I'll be so frustrated if it's two seasons and out because they they just they've set themselves up for a nice long run. Yeah, well, I'm uh, gonna watch it. Both both all the things you guys recommended today, I'm totally doing these. These are cool. good. How am I gonna have any time for anything for me? I'll watch all this heart <laughs> all this heartfelt stuff, and then I'll have to watch something horrible and evil. I know you got to balance out that right and yeah. watch something. Oh my god, that was so hard to watch. Oh, I feel better now. Yeah, better fire up <laughs> Shutter.com. See what they got going this week. I don't know. Anyway, hey, uh, speaking of exciting things, this week we're back to film sack. Everybody, it's uh, the long wait is over, and we're gonna watch Book of Eli. Ooh, Book of and Eli. And I'm I just gonna admit I haven't ever seen it. You're gonna like it. I love it. I hope you like it. I, I love it. Love that. I, I should say I haven't ever seen it until I just watched it on Saturday. Oh, okay. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> right. Yes. There you go. Then I, I, uh, I came in this thing completely blind. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, now spoilers, spoilers there. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an old movie. You can't really spoil it. Yeah. Uh, but I love that movie and I can't wait to talk about it. That'll be this weekend. Uh, so check out your podcast feeds this weekend for film sack at filmsack.com. Randy, anything else you'd like to say before you go? No. No, that's all you got. Well, welcome Actually, back. Uh, just one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> he got me. He got you there. He that's great. I, I, like, I saw it coming. But, no, uh, he fully got me. Completely got me. Nice, I will admit nice. I will admit defeat at the hands of Randy today. That was pretty good. All right. Uh, well, there you have it. Uh, that's yeah. the end of the show today, everybody. We, we all had fun, didn't we? We had fun. I had fun. Yeah, yeah. I had you fun, too. To, you seem to have fun. I you know, from here, it looked like from here, fun. from there, it looked like fun. I'll tell you what, from here, it was really fun right from here. Oh, good. Oh, good. It. Excellent. Uh, so we're going to take our leave before we do a reminder. The show is produced entirely on the shoulders of our good, uh, the good people who support us on Patreon. Your patrons is what you are. And you know that. So to you, I say thanks to everyone else on the fence. Time to hop over to the side that says patreon.com slash TMS and uh, belly up a buck a month would get you all kinds of stuff and uh, a little bit more will get you all kinds of more stuff so check it out patreon.com slash tms what are you waiting uh, for yeah what are you waiting for there's nothing to wait for except a song i guess so do you have one we can do i have that yes Uh, kevin colson wrote in and said after i noticed your quadrophenia album behind you oh (laughs) uh, i kept hearing the real me in my skull could you please play wasps version of the real me by the who well sure kevin colson happy to do that yeah wasp uh hair metal band extraordinaire mm. yeah maybe less extraordinaire uh did a cover of the real me for the headless children back in 1989 the album called the headless children mm. originally by the who from quadrophenia yeah. uh <laughs> here is the real me i saw these guys in concert in 85 they opened for uh Kiss Van Halen, I think. Van Halen, that's right. Okay. Yeah, it was the it was the the nineteen eighty or the uh, fifty one fifty tour, and um, mm-hmm. and Wasp was really stupid, super stupid. <laughs> I mean, I had fun, but it was dumb. Anyway, here you go. Uh, we are Satan's people themselves. Wasp coming at you. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Whole new show, a uh, bunch of stuff. So be back then. We'll see you. 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I trusted that son of a slith. <laughs>